This is CliffCentral.com. Guys, it's uh, three minutes past three and you're listening to hashtag Inspired Youth SA. This is in collaboration with CliffCentral.com. And yeah, you know, Youth Month just ended out. We're looking at the 2nd of July, 2018. Um, we just got done with a beautiful month of June. It was all about young people. But now we're entering a new month. It's all about Mandela's month. It's all the month of July. Um, and a lot of great things are coming up, especially the guests that we have on today's show. We have some phenomenal guests in studio today. I'm actually excited. I mean, the amount of wisdom and experience um, that we can get from our guests today, are gonna, it's going to be ex- ex- exceptional, actually. So um, I just want to get into our first guest right now. Her name is Londi. Um, she's part of the Abcon um, Group Foundation. She actually is part of the Abland team. Um, but she's heading the, she's the marketing, not the marketing director, sorry, the managing director of Abcon. Con um, Group Foundation. Londi, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. There was how a bit of you? a tongue twister there. Didn't you see that? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, the business is big when there's a lot of subsidiary companies that are under one holdings company. Yes, of course. So tell me a little bit about Abland in particular. What's it all about? Okay, so Abland is a property developer um, specializing in commercial, retail, and industrial property developments. And um, forms part of a group of companies called the Epcon Group, which includes Abriel, which is a property management company, Craft Homes, a residential development company. There's Pod, um, which is a fund, a property fund, Tedvest, a private equity investment company. So all those companies form part of Epcon Group um, in particular. And then there is the Epcon Group Foundation in which they all contribute towards socioeconomic development, skills development and training and um, enterprise and supplier development. Wow. Okay. And I mean, um, you are then the managing director of the foundation. Um, Youth Month just ended now. You know, the month of June just ended. We're entering July now. Um, how was your youth month for you? How was the whole month of June? Uh, it was very interesting. We have a school that we take care of, um, out in Germiston, which is, uh, which falls part of our SNJ, uh, precinct, which is an industrial development precinct that I blended and in partnership with Redefine are currently busy with. So we took some of the older kids of the school to, um, Soweto for a, a Soweto tour. We took them to Apartheid Museum. We um, gave them a view of um, Winnie Mandela's house, Nelson Mandela's house. And um, they had a, a professional guide who was actually ter- telling them about the history of South Africa and where we come from. And then we ended the day with a lunch in Maboneng. That's and beautiful. They, yeah. they were very, very excited. It was a beautiful day. You know what I really appreciate about people like you, Londi, is the whole fact of you being so humble. And I just want to touch on this again because you said it so quickly. You guys took over school and you're looking after a large number of students. Can we just emphasize this? So what are you guys actually doing in that school? Okay, maybe just a brief background of how we came about to knowing about the school. Yes. Um, as part of the SNJ development um, that I told you about, where Abland is busy doing um, a huge industrial um, precinct there, we um, came across... Um, uh, the principal and his wife who came to our offices because they wanted to get permission um, to for a special content application at the school and um, they 
had started with the application process and they went to Ekurulene municipality. And uh, when Ekurulene municipality said, you need power of attorney, mm. um, permission from the, the, the owners of the property for us to be able to consider your application. They had thought that somebody else owned the property and, um, Eventually, they were told that, no, 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 you need to go to this such and such um, company. So then they ended up in our doorstep and asking for power of attorney. And they said they were running a school. We were like, what? We don't know about a school that exists in that property. But obviously, um, Airblender's property developers, they had a, an opportunity. Or, well, um, they could have evicted the school and said, um, guys, we developing here and yeah. we cannot take care of a school. But because the Epcon Group Foundation was there, um, Evelyn then said, uh, Londi, Epcon Group Foundation is to get involved here. There's a school that is taking care. I think then about, uh, two years ago, there were about 650 kids. How but many students are there now? There's now over 900 That's and beautiful. they're growing every yeah. day. <laughs> um, so this property is very close to a large informal settlement called Marathon and Dalpot. Okay. And the kids from the surrounding informal settlements just have that school to go to. Some of them, um, when the principal explains to us how it started, they said it was a church and after church, they would, the kids would still play around and then they asked them, where do you go to school? And they said, no way. Mm-hmm. Then they started as one class where they would just gather the kids that, would, that were not going to school. Then it was another class. Then it was another class. And, and that's how the school actually grew to what it is today. But every day or every week, I swear, there's another child that comes in mm-hmm. looking for, um, schooling and they just cannot do anything but to accept them. As part of the that they are com- like little community at the school, you know, you look extremely passionate about what you do. Like it seems like the foundation is something that you really take hands on, you know, effort into. Is it something that you've always wanted to form part of? Did you always want to become a managing director of like a foundation, or were you more interested in like a corporate space? And then, um, sure, that is very interesting. No, I I, I never really thought I would ever. Be a manager director of a foundation. Um, I also didn't think or realize that I had such passion when it comes to uh, mm-hmm. previously disadvantaged kids. But I think it comes naturally as someone who's also coming from um, a background um, which is similar to that of the previously disadvantaged people. That you're kind of easy to relate to what they're going through, and you're quicker to um, to assist. So when I, I joined Ablend, um, uh, I was half as a development manager at a property development manager and half general manager of the foundation. But there was so much opportunity that was going on from an, a foundation point of view that I thought, um, it's green fields. We can literally take it to the next level and do whatever it is Beautiful. that to give back. So we, I've literally, uh, grown the foundation from just the CSI portion of what, um, it used to do to more than that, to actually looking at, um, transformation solutions holistically. Mm. Um, so because the kids ha- don't have much right now, they can actually, we can assist them with what we're assisting them right now, a school uniform here and there. Um, a soup kitchen here and there and whatever. But what is more important is what do you do after those kids 
finish school. So the foundation also looks at skills development and training where we give out bursaries and, um, and we yeah. assist the learners, we assist interns, um, and every, and all the, the young adults that do not have those, those types of opportunities. And after that, we then, um, look into enterprise and supplier development where we also assist black businesses, small businesses, startup businesses. We give them access to markets. Mm-hmm. We help them with, um, loan or grant funding. Uh, to start uh, their businesses A classical example is that Of um, a company called Guys and Green that does landscaping um, We assisted That company a while ago With um, trucks Two trucks, equipment For um, doing Lawn and they started from Two guys and they now have Over 50 employees yeah. in that company it's and they grow yeah. yes so it's 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 more of a holistic um transformation solutions the facts that we, we we're looking after the kids right now it, it it doesn't end there we already have a future mapped out to say if we get involved now yeah. how do we then leave them just because right now we've been giving them um fish and not necessarily teaching them how, how to, to fish. fish. Yeah. And that's the, 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 the entire model of what the foundation is built on. Cool. Um I mean just touching on the whole concept of the show. The show is all about providing opportunities for young people. Um so all the listeners listening in here, majority of them are very young. A lot of them are looking for opportunities. A lot of them are movers and shakers, are history makers. Um, and they really want to succeed in their life. So if there's anyone who wants to get involved, say they want to volunteer or they want to get access to the foundation where they can, you know, collaborate with you or you guys could assist them with CSI opportunities, you know, how do people get into contact with you guys and how do they volunteer to be formed part of that foundation? Um, we have, uh, all our social media, um, accounts open. We are on Instagram, Epcon Group Foundation. We are on Facebook, Epcon Group Foundation, and also on LinkedIn. Um, we, we also have a website which is, uh, live yes. on www.epcongroupfoundation.org.za. They can always, um, Visit our website yeah. Fill in an inquiry form We will take any volunteers I think our model is really The big thing about the Epcon Group Foundation Because we form part of a group of companies Where um, we we receive donations Or we assist with the skills spend Or the BE spend of the different companies We're big on collaboration Beautiful. So we take hands mm. with um, various companies We take hands with Including suppliers and partners of Abland Where when they don't have any um, way to spend for their BEE For their skills We say it's fine You can spend it with us We'll facilitate it for you We have a database of students that are waiting for bursaries A database of students that need placements in terms of work Mm. And we have a database of black entrepreneurs That are just looking for access to markets So the collaboration effort um, is, 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 is really a big thing. So we'll take every um, volunteer there is and we'll take even the companies that don't know what to do. 
with their BEE spend, mm. we're more than happy to collaborate. And Perfect. Assist. Guys, so if there's anyone out there that wants to form part of the foundation, who wants to volunteer, who wants some assistance from the foundation, uh, please get into contact with them. They did, they did provide their social media handles, but also get into contact with us. Let us know um, your thoughts on the conversation so far. Let us know if you do want us to link you guys up with them. Just use the hashtag InspiredYouthSA. Um, you can do that on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and just engage with us. We can definitely link you up with the foundation MD who is in studio with us right now. Let's just touch on something else that you guys are busy with as well. I know it's the month of, it's Mandela's month. Now it's the month of July. You guys have this massive event happening on the 18th of July. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yes, um, every year, um, we make sure that in order for the staff to get involved, um, in, in understanding, um, the giving back or the, the importance of, of connecting with the kids that we're looking after. We host Mandela Day at the school in Germiston. So this year we're going big. We've partnered with Inspired Youth, which is one of the reasons why we're here. Um, they've got a lot of experience in terms of dealing with the kids and they found a niche that, um, they've been dealing a lot with older, young adults, but, um, they want to get into the younger kids who they can actually mentor and usher them properly whilst there's still time to change their mindset and, and, and encourage them and motivate them positively towards life. Um, so you, we've partnered with them. We've got um, plans of having an entertainment for the kids at Hawk Academy. They're going to have so much fun. There's going to be a few celebrities that are going to come through. Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> yes, it's going to be so cool for mm. them. And um, there's going to be dance competitions. There's going to be talks of motivational talks. There's going to be, um, we also want to do a soup kitchen. So we'll be cooking soup because it's going to be nice and cold on Mandela Day. And, uh, hot dogs, you name yeah. it. And, and, and the nice thing about, um, you know, working with Pride Factor as well is that they do have access to a lot of these big celebrities. So if I'm not mistaken, some of the celebrities that form part of that is like your Candice Murisele from YoTV, your Bulelani Balabala, Sibusi Somalimi. These people will yes. actually be then coming through and speaking to your students yes. as well. So, so I know Pride Factor is part of it. Um, you guys have done this for a few years now. How was the event last year? Maybe you can give us a bit of a teaser of what's going to happen this year. How was it last year? Oh, last year, uh, it was, uh, you know, the difference between last year and this year is that last year, it was school holidays. And oh, yeah. um yeah. we went in there. We the, the, the kids knew about Nelson Mandela Day. I think they know about about it two or three months in advance. And they they look forward to it because the teachers hyped, hyped them <laughs> up that if you do... Well at school This is what the Epcon Group Foundation Will be doing for you On Nelson Mandela On when And then they say <laughs> Nelson Mandela Day So the kids Are very excited about it Last year We um, We had about A uh, hundred volunteers From our office We went in there We painted The um, The ECDC center Because mm. the school Starts from grade art So there's still Little ones there 
five-year-old and six-year-old. We painted the ECD center. We had a lot of games, entertainment. So the school, the school starts from from grade R until grade twelve. Yeah. Well, there isn't a grade twelve yet. Yes. So until right now, until grade nine. Until grade nine. Okay. Yes, because yes. every year they get they they there's a need for the next classroom yes, and the, the next. next yes. yes. So right now they got until grade nine. That's beautiful. Yes. So we painted the school. We played some games. We cleaned the school, including the arts. Side, um, community, we had food, we had, um, uh, party packs for the kids, uh, we also had dance competitions, we had a DJ, they also had, um, prepared a few items for us, which, which was very exciting. They sing, they are so talented, they sing, they dance, um, and I mean, it's been wonderful to see the school and our involvement and our partnership grow from strength to strength. Not to say that we can do it all alone. We always eager to get more partners involved because right now we've got a master plan of extending the school to about a, a seven hectare piece of land. And I think the plans that we have is to build proper facilities, sporting facilities, proper infrastructure for the school, probably to the value of, of about 20 million rands. And that's Beautiful. our master plan yeah. for the school. Because it's important to give those kids also the opportunity for them to be able to become soccer players or Absolutely. hockey players, develop Abs- themselves. We want the next Kakhiso Rabada to Beautiful. come from Hawk yeah. Academy or the next He's so young though, Mbepa. Eh? Exactly. It's crazy what exactly. young people are doing these mm. days. Um, okay, I just want to touch on um, a few more things. I mean, looking at you right now, I did say, you know, you're very passionate about the foundation. Um, but you're also someone who I see as a visionary. You Someone who sees the bigger picture Like you said Transformation is important What's the five year goal For um, the foundation in particular Where would you like to see The foundation in the next five years Well from a, um, The socio-economic point of view We definitely would like to see The school um, Having built At least half of What we we wanted to do um, and having the sporting facilities and seeing the kids actually progress to um, further schooling, eventually getting some of the kids that are there now into universities or um, technicons, um, assisting them or being that springboard to be able to help them achieve their dreams. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I mean, just touching on um, the fact that you uh, you do work with so many young people. I mean, alone in the school, you're saying there's about 900 young people there. Um, look, a lot of young people, like I said, can gain a lot of experience and wisdom from someone like you. You're very passionate about young people. You believe in the youth of South Africa. What advice do you have for young people currently in 2018? I mean, we have high unemployment rates, you know, it's very high, 52%. Um, young people are struggling to find identities. They're not sure what to study, where to study, what to do. What advice do you have for all the young people currently in 2018? I think South Africa presents a lot of opportunities for young people in, in South Africa. I'm definitely a big um, education fan and I think if you do have education then the world is your oyster so i would encourage young people to make sure that they go to school that they give it their all in order for them to be able to succeed and 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 reach for their dreams and going to school doesn't mean that they have to go work they must just go to school figure out um what their passion is Mm. and they can start 
businesses and do what they love. Stay true to themselves and make sure that they, they, um, they succeed. I believe that if you do what you love, and you know what you love You never really have to work a day in your life Beautiful um, I just want to touch on that now You know The whole concept of entrepreneurship um, A lot of people A lot of your young leaders Currently in government Young leaders in, in parliament at the moment As well as some of your older guard They're all saying that The one solution to obviously get To reduce the unemployment rate in South Africa From 52% and get it down Is by encouraging entrepreneurship in South Africa how important is entrepreneurship for us now in 2018 and what would you like to see young people go out and do in the entrepreneurial fields? I think entrepreneurship is crucial in terms of driving the economy of South Africa. Um, like even d- developed countries, you find that it's entrepreneurs that make the countries where they are. Mm. It is Crucial. I cannot stress it enough that we encourage them to, 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 to be innovative in terms of their thinking. Come up with good ideas. Uh, we're moving towards, um, the fourth revo- revolution, which fourth is industrial the, revolution. That's true. absolutely, which is the digital era. And there's just so many opportunities for them to just think out their box and, 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 and come up with solutions to everyday problems. And just stick to it. I'm not saying entrepreneurship is easy. Mm. It is not easy. But if you believe in what you're doing and you and you, you work hard to make it work, I think um, they should do it. I mean, the government is trying their utmost best to make sure that there's funding available for young entrepreneurs who have dreams and mm. visions. So tap into that, tap into that, get funding, put your, your business plans together, get a mentor who is doing something, um, similar to, to what you're trying to do. But personally, being the MD of the Epcon Group Foundation, which is part of the Epcon Group of Companies, I'd like to see a lot of young people coming into the property industry, coming into the construction industry, a lot of young black females in the construction and property industry. Yeah, that's very industry. important. Very, very important. Yes, there is just not enough. And as such, uh, when we do look into bursaries, we do try and target young yeah. black Females and then males because the construction industry has that reputation that it's dusty. Yes. But, uh, obviously you'll go through the dusty part, but just because you need to learn how it's done, but you don't have to be the, the laborer on mm-hmm. the ground all the time. You can always be an owner of a construction company and that's really the, the end goal. Beautiful. Um, I'm sure a lot of young people want to engage with you. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us in studio today. We really do appreciate it. Maybe you can just give us your social media handles one more time so that people can engage with you. Thank you so much for the invite. So we are Epcon Group Foundation um, on Instagram, Facebook, Epcon Group Foundation, LinkedIn, Epcon Group Foundation. But we do have an email if anybody wants to email us. It's info at epcongroupfoundation.org.za um, I can spell it A-B-C-O-N-G-R-O-U-P F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N dot O-R-G dot Z-A We appreciate that. That was Londi. She's the MD of Ab- 
Con Group Foundation. Thank you so much for joining us in studio. Guys, this is Cliff Central. This is Hashtag Inspired Youth SA. Let's take a bit of a break and we'll get back to you in a bit. This is CliffCentral.com. Guys, it's 3.30 and you're still listening to Hashtag Inspired Youth SA. This is a collab between CliffCentral.com and Bright Factor South Africa. And sometimes we do get lucky and we get fortunate to have people who bring in a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience to all the young people listening out there as well as all the entrepreneurs listening out there as well. Um, we have a gentleman by the name of Mr. Alan White as well as Dr. Alistair McAlpine in studio with us today. They come in from uh, Light Sculpt um, Aesthetic Center, which is probably one of the best well-known aesthetic companies in the whole of South Africa. They have, you know, branches out in Gauteng as well as in KwaZulu-Natal as well. Guys, thank you so much for joining us in studio today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure having you guys in studio. So, so just tell me a little bit more about LightScalp. What's it all about? Uh, look, LightScalpt is, is a, is a beauty company, but specializing in, in medical beauty, which is aesthetics, as well as non-invasive aesthetics so you know which is more facial and body treatments we incorporate the uh, doctor side which is uh, dr alistair's speciality as well as somatology which is um it's it's advanced therapy treatments uh, which you won't find in a salon it's it's all medicine based uh, medical treatments Okay, and I mean, uh, for a lot of people that you know might not be familiar with it, if they're not in the beauty sector, um, or if they actually get treatments, for example, Lightscope is practically really, really big. You guys are massive. You know, you get a lot of support from people. People love what you do. Um, how did you guys start up the company? When did it actually start? How many years has it been running now? Lightscope is a is still a relatively new company. Um, we, we've only been going about five, probably five or six years now. And it was, you know, we decided to, to venture into this market because traditionally aesthetic treatments, wrinkle reduction, um, um, chemical peels was always reserved for sort of elite clientele. Mm. And we just realized there's a need to bring those treatments to all consumers, um, not just people with, with a lot of money. It, it should be made available to everybody. Everybody wants to be able to enjoy these the, these these treatments. Mm. I think I think there's a lot of young people listening in right now that are entrepreneurs that want to actually get into the beauty industry as well, and they would love to actually learn and you know gain a lot of knowledge from you. Um, I mean, guys, if you do want to get into contact with the guys from Lightscale, please do hashtag us hashtag Inspired Youth SA, and we'll link you guys up with them. Um, but I'm sure a lot of them want to know some of the business lessons that you've actually picked up from starting up the business, and what have been like some of the challenges as well that you've you faced so far. Look, in, in any business venture, there's um, there's going to be the good times and there's going to be the bad times. For for any budding entrepreneur out there who wants to venture into the, whether it's the beauty industry or, or any other field, you've got to you've got to be committed. You really have to be committed. And um, there's massive growth in South Africa for for all budding entrepreneurs to explore their passions. Um, this is one of my passions, and um, and I think. That's the bottom line. If you're passionate about it and you and you apply yourself, you will become a success at it. Okay, so say for example, there, there's a young person right now sitting at home and they want to actually get into the specific industry. I mean, exactly what you guys are getting into or something innovative and something similar. Um, what are like three tips that you'd like to give them for starting up a business? Now, they're starting off from scratch. They have you know, practically a zero budget. They're just 
getting into it? What advice do you have for them? I think it, it goes back to go back to basics. Yeah. Firstly, what is your passion? So it's beauty. What in beauty is your passion? Try and be as specific as possible and start with your core belief, your core focus, um, and build from there. Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. As with Lightscope, Lightscope started with, with one very small branch and it grew exponentially over time. And we started our first branch in Bedford View mm-hmm. on our basic core principles of what we believed in and what we believed, um, we could offer everybody. And from there, it's just grown and you, you get to then explore other avenues and you get to incorporate new products that attract further consumers. So start small and just, and grow generically, but stay true to what you're passionate about and stay true to what you believe in. Yeah, we are in, in 2018 right now and a lot of things are changing in relation to technology. You know, social media became a very important thing. And I know, I mean, I do know a lot of the people that come to LightScalp because they're so happy with the service that you guys provide. So you have big celebrities that work with you guys as well. They come in we and get treatments. Um, you know, the names are, are practically the A-listers in South Africa at they the are. moment. And the thing is, I mean, how important is social media now for a beauty company in particular when it comes to someone like a LightScalp? How important does, like, what does social media actually do for the business in today's society? Uh, so, social media is, is, it's, it's absolutely incredible platform. Um, and what it does is, uh, for a LightScalp, we, we, we use social media to, to educate the consumers on treatments that they traditionally wouldn't be they would have no exposure to um, the benefits, the precautions um, we're doing a lot of education through social media, a lot of live videos, a lot of um, just communicating on a, on a, on a very uh, understandable level to consumers and to the public who are just curious um, and it's a great platform for them to see what is out there and how things actually happen and why they happen in in the aesthetics field and why doctors do certain things and why somatologists do certain yeah. things. Does, does it lead to a lot of more, I would say, sales or clients coming in because of social media as well? Does it make a big difference? There's no doubt about it. The yeah. exposure that, that we enjoy through social media um, definitely drives our revenue streams um, but we our primary focus has always been on education uh, to educate what these treatments are all about yes. but yes you will get it is a it is a great revenue uh, uh, platform to drive revenue streams yeah I was actually going to touch on the whole concept I know you, you, you were speaking about education now um, a lot of people that listen in here would love to form part of some form of process when it comes to your business so whether they can gain knowledge from it obviously through social media or whether they can come in and actually get possible job opportunities from it you know they might come in and look at wanting to become a therapist for example at your, at your store do you guys offer those opportunities are those things available to the general public right now? Most definitely we um, we have a number of Fantastic success stories. We, we've we've taken on st- on uh, uh, school students who had an interest in medicine. Mm-hmm. That came in. They spent time with us. Uh, Doctor Ellister's just had one now. Who's um, uh, he's a he's a matriculant with a specialist interest in medicine. He wanted exposure. He wanted to learn. He's been now given a bursary to study medicine in the states. We've had wow. a first yeah. year medical student. Um, Come and spend time with us. We've had um, uh, therapists 
who are in who are currently training through the the relevant colleges that come and spend time with us because they've shown an interest in converting from beauty to to aesthetics and we have those opportunities for them and some of them when they qualify the door is open for them to to come and join us because you know you you have to educate them you have to exo- expose people to what is out there Let's get uh, Dr. Alistair in as well. Dr. Alistair, I just want to actually find out something from you. I mean, you literally look like you just came out of a treatment room right now. Like, you know, you in he, the proper diet and everything as well. <laughs> I wish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to find out. Okay, first things first, you know, you, um, you work with a lot of these young people. Um, does it inspire you? Is it something that you really enjoy doing? Are you passionate about working with young people? Or is it just like part of the yeah. mandate? So, <clears throat> excuse me. For me, aesthetic medicine, because that's what we basically are as an aesthetic medical clinic, is one of the, how can I say, it's one of the best specialities to be involved in as a medical doctor. It's forever changing. The technology changes literally on a monthly basis. There's new and innovative ideas, techniques, um, principles that are coming out now that keep you as a doctor not just on your toes but gets your your thought processes going and that allows you to to push boundaries and dealing with a lot of these younger people as well that are interested in medicine and aesthetics and so on and so forth for me is great because one of my passions is teaching so being able to take somebody nurture them a little bit give them the right knowledge and see them grow in a profession for me is fantastic beautiful look i, I mean I, i'm sure you guys are not familiar with this but i actually come to um Lights up quite a bit. I come and do my laser hair removal with you guys, Is and I have all? to say, it's that, no, that's all for now. <laughs> um, and how's it gone? It's going really well. I mean, I'm 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 very happy with the results. It's amazing, fantastic. amazing results so far. And, you know, I'm, I'm very very happy with it. That's fantastic. Um, but I do know that you guys do a lot of like innovative treatments as well. And you being a doctor there, you know, maybe what's the What's the most innovative treatment that you guys offer at LightScalp? So there's, there's too many to mention, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we do the standard, um, so we say minimally or non-invasive procedures. So basically with our injectable treatments, so things like anti-wrinkle injections, dermal fillers. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of things with threads. So we do, I did my first thread butt lift the other day, which turned out really, really well. Wow. So that's where the, th- the <laughs> yeah. technology changes and the thought process changes. And... Um, I say our IV infusions as are also quite a big thing. I know it can be a bit controversial, but mm-hmm. the technology and the evidence and the science is there to show that what we say and what we do actually you get results. The, yeah. you, the, the effect is there. Um, so I say we have it's just so many innovative things right now and there's a whole lot of new things that are coming in the next few months as well, which we can't really talk about just yet. Yeah. Um, but some very, very very, very cool and uh, groundbreaking pioneering stuff that we that we're developing in house. So um, that's why I love working at LightScope because when I started four years ago, um, Alan, I was a nothing, and Alan uh, saw, uh, I think, saw uh, a potential for me to grow in the company. And um, I say it's thanks to LightScope that I've, I've been able to grow and develop in my career. So yeah. Good. Um, I just wanted to touch on something. I was just thinking about it now. Um, there's this treatment that I saw on Instagram. I always see Kim Kardashian doing it. Um, it's like a very bloody the, treatment. The, the, the infamous vampire facial. What, so, what's it all about? What so that's where they, um, 
take your blood, yeah. spin your blood down a machine called a centrifuge, and then isolate something called the platelets in the blood. The platelets then are basically with that type of treatment, they actually pour it on the skin and then use something called a dermapen treatment, which is a micro needling treatment to introduce the, the treatment into the skin. So that picture that you're talking about, that, that bludgeoned appearance, we've actually got a treatment that we've developed in house where we use our radio frequency machine with combined with that plated rich plasma mm-hmm. which doesn't give you that bladed appearance and gives a far better result wow. you see this is what i love yeah. about aesthetics it changes all the yeah. time so um yeah that, that's quite a popular picture a lot of clients <laughs> ask me about <laughs> the, that particular procedure yeah, I think, I think also just touching on the whole concept of, um, LightScalp as a business model, right? And maybe just getting back to you as the, as the owner of LightScalp. Um, you know, looking at the, the end goal or the bigger, the bigger picture, where would you like to see LightScalp in the next five years? Um, you know, it's already grown now. We know that there's a few different branches already. One in Rosebank, one in Shlanga, one in Bedford View. What's the five year goal for, for LightScalp? I think the, the, the immediate goal is to is to keep educating not just the marketplace and the consumer, but ourselves, mm-hmm. and to keep uplifting uh, the staff that we have and and get them to the point that they are the best that they can be. Um, the future growth of the company. What I love about LightSculpt, the concept of LightSculpt, is it's it's very much an empowerment brand. Um, you know, guys like. Dr. Alistair, our, our doctor in Rosebank, um, our therapists—they they are free to explore their pa- their individual passions within the realms mm-hmm. and safety of of LightScope. So, I think the 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 long term plan will evolve with all of us, with all of our passions combined, and the future is is something that will unfold all on its own. And um, I think what we're all enjoying is the the sort of the, the freedom that LightScope gives everybody mm. within LightScope to grow and explore. So I think the five year plan, yes, I, I'm under no illusion. It's going to, we're going to keep growing at uh, our current rate, if not quicker. And our technology will keep growing and keep improving. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a very exciting time for all of us at yeah. LightScope. Does expansion mean obviously opening up a few more branches and maybe in, in Cape Definitely. Town or we, Port we, Elizabeth? We are, uh, we've got, uh, we've got plans for another three branches. Um, we also have, like Dr. Alistair was saying, there's some very innovative, uh, products mm-hmm. and treatments that are on the horizon, which we, we can't really talk about now. Um, so there's a, yes, there's a lot of growth and a lot more, a lot more growth potential for, for people wanting to learn mm-hmm. and explore their passions within the aesthetics realm. I mean, currently in our, in our new branch, our Umschlange branch, um, we, we are, we're looking for therapists with specialist interests in aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, um, there, there's opportunity all the time for individuals as well with light sculpts and we will keep growing and we will keep taking on the best possible people in this country. Beautiful. And like, say, for example, there's a young person coming in or even someone who wasn't given that opportunity to obviously gain the knowledge of, you know, aesthetics and all of that. Um, do you guys offer platforms where you guys can maybe train them, for example, and give them the education and then allow them to then, you know, follow a process to become a therapist and then start working with clients? As Most well. definitely. Is part we of the process? we okay. do have a, a skills development plan but in place, okay. um, which is something that I'm very passionate about. Um you know, I, I, I think if 
you look at the current uh, climate in South Africa and the current opportunities, and our president, he, he said it, and I do, I'll call him, our nickname for him is he's the official big guy. <laughs> um, there's more opportunity now yeah. for for the young generation to explore their passions and to make an impact in South Africa. This is a land of opportunity. We are so privileged. Mm-hmm. And yes, within LightSculpts, um, young individuals who are wanting to explore whether it's, whether it's on a, on a, a non-invasive site through somatology and, or, or through medicine, there are opportunities within LightSculpt to explore that and to grow. And maybe one day they, they end up, you know, taking their passion and, 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 and doing it on their own. Yeah. Innovating society in that way. Innovating yeah. society and growing. Um, we need, we need economic growth that yeah. can only come through skills development. So LightSculpt does play its part. Look, I mean, even I can probably pass this on to Dr. Alistair as well. Um, you know, Youth Month just passed now. It was mm. June and then we in Mandela Month now and then yes. Women's Month is coming up as well. Um, what are some of the plans that you guys have for th- these three months in particular? What did you get up to in Youth Month? What's your plans for Mandela Month? What's your plans for Women's Month? So, I mean, when it comes to the youth, so I encourage people to come for job shadowing yeah. I think it's very important so especially people interested in medicine interested in aesthetics come and spend some time with me come and see what it's all about um, especially women's health I mean we're always promoting women's health in general so that's why we try and emphasize that especially with our treatments but remember not only just the beauty clinic as well we also do from a holistic point of view as well so whether it's things like um, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy once again using our IV infusions um, our you know sort of nutritional programs that we've got as well all those things so that's where I say what we're trying to do is obviously for me what's quite important is to encourage the youth and to expose them to what is aesthetic medicine yeah. about so, so if someone is interested in actually coming in and getting job shadowing from you how do they get into contact so, with you for that so what they can do is best way is actually go to our Instagram page so yes. at LightSculpt give us a follow there all our contact details on there as well they can also go through our website which is www.lightsculpt.co.za and that's a really good portal to uh, to contact us through and then from there we can see what we can facilitate yeah. do you guys take on a lot of job shadowing students? I, I do yeah. I know I know pretty much every day I have somebody following me around which is great I love it because the the opportunity to teach and pass on knowledge um, is, is just fantastic brilliant so if you guys are young and you're looking at going in for job shadowing please get into contact with Dr. Alistair or you can use the hashtag inspired youth essay and get into contact with us so that we can then link you guys up with LightSculpt um, okay let's just touch on something more South African based um Something that's an issue in South Africa among the youth in, uh, currently in South Africa. You know, we do have a high unemployment rate. It's sitting at about 52%. Um, a lot of the people, as well as the previous guests who just came on now, agreed that entrepreneurship is such an important aspect to, you know, lowering that unemployment rate in South Africa. Um, how important is entrepreneurship for you um, to obviously improve South Africa moving forward? We... we we can't we can't move we can't rely on our president uh, the finance minister or big business to to improve the state of of our country we need young dynamic entrepreneurs who might have the simplest concepts to explore that passion and don't be afraid of it um, learn about it and figure out how to make it work Without entrepreneurs in this country, it's going to take too long. 
We need our young entrepreneurs to stand up, be brave, and and believe, and have the passion to to move forward with mm-hmm. what they believe in, and they will succeed. You know, um, and also just touching on the whole concept of um, young people in South Africa right now. A lot of young people are stuck between should they just go into you know basic education formats of getting a tertiary education, becoming a lawyer, becoming a doctor. Um, or, you know, then deciding on becoming an entrepreneur completely and leaving the whole education space. What advice do you have? Do you think it's important that people get an education but also become entrepreneurs or should they just choose one or the other? I think personality types are different. Yeah. My, my career, for instance, um, I, I, I went through my schooling. I then went into corporates and only then did I venture out into on my own. Um, I think uh, I have some colleagues who who didn't finish school and went straight into their own companies have done extremely well. Um, I think everybody's personality is different and I think everybody's path is different. But I think we, we need to embrace our own energies and trust our paths that they'll guide us correctly. So I don't think one there's one rule for everybody. Um, I think as long as the youth of today keep moving forward um, don't stand still mm-hmm. don't get swayed just keep moving forward and believe in yourself they'll be okay and they will succeed so I went on to the hashtag inspired youth essay just to see some of the questions we're getting in um, and I got a question for both of you well one for you and one for you in particular so I'll start off with Dr. Alistair um, Tumelo wants to know what was the most difficult treatment that you've ever done um, and how long did it take? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I might have forgotten that. <laughs> um, I think one of the most difficult treatments I've had, Ellen's laughing at me now, <laughs> um, was a patient that I had to do. We do a thing where we do fat dissolving injections, so it's good for localized collection of fat. But the patient had a phobia of needles. And the problem is this treatment entails about 200 injections in total. Wow. So instead of it taking about an hour and a half, it took about three hours. Um, <laughs> that was probably one of the more, more difficult and more trying cases that I've had. That's a lot of injections, actually. <laughs> um, and then to you, uh, Mr. Alan White, I just want to find out, well, this gentleman wants to know, his name is James. He just wants to know, um, he's starting up a business right now. It's been running for just a few months and he wants to grow his business. So he wants to scale his business. What's the best tips you have for him to scale his business, um, within the next year to five years? Well, it's, it's difficult to say without knowing anything about his, his company. Yeah. He didn't stay. He just said he, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, just off the top of my head, the, the best way to scale your company is to, in the short term, especially being a brand new startup, is watch your cash flow very, very carefully. Um, and, and don't be afraid to put your money back into your company. Um, you know, cash flow is really, really important. Um, and also look at ways to stretch your cash flow, whether it's through, through tax benefits, whether it's through um, hiring a, uh, an accountant or a bookkeeper, they have very clever ways of, of helping you make your business's money work a lot harder for you. So in the short term, that's what I would suggest. 
Okay, perfect. Um, I just want to touch on um, one more question to both of you, and this is something that we normally end the show off with all of our guests. It's just based. I mean, the show is purely out there to encourage entrepreneurs, to encourage young people under the age of thirty-five. So we're living in South Africa now. It's twenty eighteen. Like I said, unemployment rates are high. Young people don't know what's going on. From both of you, um, you know, obviously each of you can answer it separately. Just what advice do you have for young people in South Africa in twenty eighteen? Can start off first with you. Sure, I think I think be positive. I think our our, our future in in South Africa is is growing. I think we there is a lot of opportunity for for all of us. Um, whether you still in high school, whether you in varsity, whether you are unemployed, whether you a budding entrepreneur, there is opportunity. Um, don't be afraid to challenge yourself with those opportunities. Perfect. And you, Dr. Anderson. My advice would be hard work. Yeah. Always hard work. You've got to put the hours in. Um, sometimes eight to five is not going to cut it. Sometimes you need to put the extra time in. Put your head down. And if you truly believe in what you're doing, um, you'll put those extra hours in and you will succeed because, so if you, if you put the time in, you eventually will succeed. Perfect. Um, yeah. there's also this concept called the fear of failure. A lot of young people don't start up businesses like, you know, a lot of them don't do well academically because of the fear of failure. Dr. Alistair, how do you feel about that concept? So whenever I teach, I always tell students that you learn more from your mistakes and your failures than you do from your successes. Because that's where, provided you can go retrospectively look back and analyze, okay, well, this is where we went wrong. How can I rectify it? You find you're going to succeed far more than if you just succeed, succeed. So for me, failure is great because that's where you actually learn the most. Beautiful. So guys, if you are a potential client that wants to actually come in for a treatment, if you're a young person that wants opportunities or job shadowing, or if you want to become an, a therapist, you know, get into contact with LightScalp. Can I get you guys Instagram and your social media handles as well? Just one more time. just for So you can follow us on Instagram pages at LightScalp, spelled L-I-G-H-T-S-C-U-L-P-T, or on our website, which is www.lightscalp.co.za. Perfect. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining us thank in you. the studio today. It was really a pleasure. Yeah, thank you for so much us. of wisdom, great. experience. Guys, thank you so much. Cool. Well, have you. a great day. Have a great day, actually. And I just want to let all the, all our listeners out there know this is hashtag inspired youth SA. So if you are looking out for opportunities, get into contact with us. Use the hashtag inspired youth SA. Also know that if you are a school or if you are a college or university, um, if you want any of our celebrities or any of our influencers to actually get involved and come and speak at your school, um, just get into contact with us. Again, use the hashtag InspiredYouthSA or get into contact with Pride Factor South Africa. This is CliffCentral.com and hashtag InspiredYouthSA. Hope you guys have a blessed day. Bless. This is CliffCentral.com.